This episode of the Blokebusters podcast is brought to you by the iShop, a different kind of eye care experience. Located at 9009 Columbus Pike, Lewis Center, Ohio. It's owned and managed by Dr. Cynthia Sayers. Along with her amazingly talented and friendly staff, she provides a warm, personalized atmosphere that you just don't find at those other cold and clinical offices. I absolutely love this place. I have purchased many, many, many frames from Dr. Sayers. She carries a wide variety of stylish frames, no matter what your budget may be. And be sure to listen closely to this episode for a secret word or phrase that I will announce at some point. Simply go into the iShop and tell Dr. Sayers, Grace, Rachel, or Mona the word or phrase to receive 10% off your next purchase of any eyewear or contact lenses. That's on top of your insurance savings. This offer is limited to the first five to act. Stop in and see the girls soon. The iShop, a different kind of eye care experience. Welcome to episode 24 of the Blokebusters Podcast. I'm Brian. And I'm Paul. Today's date is September 4th, 2013, and today we will be tackling the third installment of the Cornetto Trilogy, The World's End. Yes, we will. And first up, before we go into anything else, apologies for any dog noises in the background. Unfortunately, our little mascot needed back surgery and now is on crate rest, which he's not very fond of. So there might be some yipping in the background. Yeah. Just a- Apart from our yipping. Yes, yes. Well, we're yipping in the background. <laughs> oh, that's, that's true. Sorry. Yeah. All right. Well, basic plot. Five friends who reunite in an attempt to top their epic pub crawl from 20 years earlier unwittingly become humankind's only hope for survival. Yeah, kind of, I mean, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, because you can't give away too much in the, you know, no, synopsis. Yeah, but. And I could have gone with an even longer one from IMDb, but I decided not to, mainly because <laughs> it was just kind of silly. <laughs> yeah, do it. Let's get the boring old nuts and bolts out of the way real quick. Yeah, yeah, let's see. So who directed this one again? Oh, uh, um, um, uh, Mick G? Yeah, something uh, like that. <laughs> uh, was it? Yeah. Brett Ratner. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, no, sure, yeah, Jake. Oh, wait, no, it was a good film. I'm yes. sorry. <laughs> so it yes. must have been Edgar Wright. Yes. Yes, yeah. all right. Yes, not Michael Bay. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> not nearly enough explosions. No. Or Len Flair. <laughs> well, right. hey, I, like... I like J.J., okay? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, yes, not, nothing against J.J. as a director, but yeah. yeah let... He loves his Len Flair. Yes, he does. All right. right. Yes, yeah, so the as wonderful... The wonderful Edgar Wright. And the budget, $20 million. Not bad. And the box office, as of today, as far as I could tell, $34,781,603. Right. $14 to the good. And that, right. that is worldwide. Okay. And what, it opened in the UK a couple few it, weeks it ago, It opened in the it? UK or before. Like a month ago, now. maybe? It was, it was almost a month ago, yeah. yeah. It made opening weekend not as much as Hot Fuzz. Really? But more than Shaun of the Dead. Okay. Mainly because... No um, one knew what Shaun of the Dead yeah, was no, no when one, it came out. No one really... It was a very word of mouth. That, film, yeah, that found a following on DVD, uh, Blu-ray... Or not, yeah. oh, not Blu-ray then, but yeah, DVD, DVD and, and video. And, and, and yeah. the uh, the independent showings as well. Yeah. And then, obviously, Hot Fuzz was the big follow-up, and yeah. it was just as good. Really. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I had a... Uh, it's going to sound like an insult, but this film is more of the same. 
Yeah. In that it's awesome. <laughs> I was like, yeah. you know, they all kind of follow a formula, oh. Oh, yeah. if you will. You know, yeah. I mean, well, uh, we're on one simple task, but extreme circumstances, yeah. whether it be zombies or oh. uh, or a cult of yeah. killers in a village or, you know, or, or killer robots. Yeah. <laughs> blanks. Uh, blanks, <laughs> blanks I'm sorry. Not a robot. Yes. yes. Killer blanks. Yes. The blanking blanks. Yes. yes. And we would go further on with funny names there, but we've forgotten what most of the ones. Yes, are yes, yes, yes. And of course, as always, very spoiler laden. Yes. You know, so this one stop probably now. <laughs> if you don't want every single joke ruined in this yeah, one, this because one we will probably hit them all. <laughs> definitely more so than your usual one from us, just because of how much we like yes. this. And we'll talk about it. I mean, it, obviously, it's no secret that we are big Simon Pegg and Edgar Wright yes. fans. Mm-hmm. You know, we love Shaun of the Dead, Hot Fuzz. We both really like Space. Space, as yeah. Well. Which I mean, check out Space, please. <laughs> yeah, it's only what twelve episodes? Oh, no, 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 thirteen. One six, one seven. One six, one seven. Yes, yes. Yeah. And then buy the extended DVD or Blu-ray to get a nice yeah. little uh, special. When they're yeah. making of, you have a little mini episode at the end there. Yeah, it's one of those things of. They just put something right at the end of the documentary. For us fanboys. <laughs> yeah. The people that really want to know, i got to find out this. i got to know. <laughs> yes, but it's well worth it. So. Oh, yeah. Spend your time. It's only like, what, it's a total of like 10 hours or something of viewing. So I, maybe, I, I don't know. So, yeah. what, are they, what are they? They run they're, about 30 to 40 half, minutes? Just, just under half an hour. Or half an hour. So. Okay, yeah, so... So, with some breaks, with some snack breaks, and you know, whatever. You yeah, can you, knock it out in a day. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I've done it before. <laughs> yeah. I, I think I did it. I borrowed your box set for uh-huh. it to, to get the commentary, and I listened to all of them. Oh, wonderful commentary. You got Quentin on there. You got, yeah, all kinds of yeah, commentaries. Uh, the very unfortunate thing is that in the UK, those commentaries with the filmmakers is not available. Yeah. Yeah. For That's some reason, America, America, right. America. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, I think I figured out why, though, or at least why that might have been put in there. And I think it's because it made it easier to bring it over here that you have all these big names yeah. in the commentary, mm-hmm. which is written on the box, so people can see this. So they're like, oh, all of these big American people that I like, like this show. Maybe I'll give it a go. Skip to the end. <laughs> I had to get it in there at some yes, point. <laughs> yeah. well, I, 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 was, I was going. I was waiting for it, man. Come on. I, I just had. I, that was well planned. I, yeah. I was planning on saying that at some point uh, today. So, you know, during this podcast. So. All right. Yes. Okay. So just... let's let's get into the cast. Of the oh, film, yes. Shall we we have. Two primaries, of course. It, yeah. Nick Frost and Simon Pegg as Andy Knightley and. And Gary King, respectively. King, yes. Yes. The, the King. King. And then we have out of the other pub crawl people, we have Paddy Constantine. Oh, mm-hmm. Paddy Considine. I'm never sure how to say that guy now. I'm fairly <laughs> sure it's Considine. Yeah. I think that's how it's written. What was it? Deputy Sergeant Andy Wainwright himself as Stephen Prince. Yes. And then you've got Eddie Marson as Peter Page. Eddie Marson, actually quite well known. He was in both of the Sherlock Holmes films. He's Inspector Lestrade. And, uh, oh, yes, yes, yes. Of course. He was also in something else that I'm blanking on right now, so I'm going to skip blanking. over that. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. The wonderful Martin Freeman. Oh, uh, uh, yes. Dr. <laughs> Watson. Yes, yes, yes. Dr. Watson and, of course, Bilbo. <laughs> Young Bilbo. Yes, Dr. Bilbo. Watson. <laughs> Omen. Uh, <laughs> it's a long name. <laughs> oh, yes, it is. <laughs> Dr. Bilbo Watson, the O-Man. The yes. O-Man. 
Alright, Rosamund Pike, I'm mm-hmm. guessing that's how you say it, as Sam Chamberlain. Sam. And Pierce Brosnan popping up as Guy <laughs> Shepard. <laughs> yes. And, and, and we'll get to a couple other cameos. Yeah, like just a, one a couple or, of one, one at least. Little little one, one, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> From the aforementioned space. Spoiler! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Technically, two. It's the daughter! No, 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 just kidding. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what the hell was her name? Mar- Marsh? No, Mar- no. Yeah. What was the daughter's name? Uh... Bugger. Tiffany. <laughs> Tiffany? No? No. I don't no. know, but you never saw her. Yeah, yeah, that was the joke, folks. You never saw her. Yeah, it, it was one of the tropes of the characters you never see. <laughs> yes. All right. The okay. world and... All right. So, where would you like to start? I don't know. Uh, have you ever been on a pub crawl? <laughs> I technically have. Have? Yes. Okay. I've um, been on a few. Yeah. <laughs> And of course, none uh, that were twelve pints. That's just insane. But that that, that is. I mean, because we drink twelve ounces here. Yeah. You know. Uh, yeah. I mean, obviously, if you get a draft, yes, it's in a pint. But yeah. generally, you're getting a bottle of beer, or a can of beer. Yeah. It's not, so not, that's not, the yes, full not just twelve pints. beers. That's well, yeah. do the math. It's you know, sixteen, whatever, seventeen. I don't. Yeah. Know. And, this and, isn't a math podcast, people. Yeah. Shut up. Especially since the U.S. pint and the U.K. pint are different. What? Yep. <laughs> By how much? The UK pint is a little bigger. A little bigger. How little is that big. possible? I don't know, but it is. For some huh. for some reason, it must be because of, I think, we're on a metric system, you guys are, it yeah. doesn't quite mesh together. But it's ounces. <laughs> there should be 16 ounces and 16 ounces. That's the thing. I, I don't is know there ounces different? <laughs> well, my what, mind is blown. But what, okay. Well, the thing is, we use milliliters when we're measuring most of our stuff. Yes. yes. So that we, was very confusing when I was buying Coca-Cola over there. It was like 145,000. I, mean, I don't know how much I'm drinking here, but yes. <laughs> yeah. like, it, can't it, we simplify this down? And... I well, the thing is, the metric system, not to go on around about that, is actually simple. I know. <laughs> I know. We're the only holdout left. It's like us and like one other country. I don't yeah. know. But any. Uh, yes, Where uh, would you like to go with it? Yes, pub crawls, awesome. Uh, Especially when you're running away from uh, blanks. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know. can't interfere with the amount of people on the pub crawl, but whatever. <laughs> you know, you got uh, Simon Pegg or the king or, you know, who's the typical yeah. guy who's never changed, never grown up, Does while all of his friends have matured, gotten decent jobs, families, what have you. Yeah, most uh, people have definitely and, moved on. And he, you know, sees no point as... To yes. why not still enjoy life and why not? Yes. Not that those people aren't, but he, no, you know, is a free man. He can do yeah. whatever he wants, whenever he wants. And, and, and of course, it being a film, it is exaggerated slightly. Like he is mm-hmm. the eternal kid. He's Peter Pan gone wrong, basically. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> With the trench coat and the shades and yes. Yeah. Yes. Still thinks he's as cool as he was in school. <laughs> <laughs> I just love the bit about the cassette tape. Where did you find it? In, in the cassette tape. Where yeah. yeah. <laughs> did you in, find that? In the car. <laughs> Oh, you got a, you yeah, got a like, replica He's cup. the guy no. that's still listening to the cassette tapes. Like, not out of nostalgia or out of yeah. irony. It's it, still just what he wants to do. Yeah. Of course, the brilliant bit coming in when they, they all finally get to the train station, he comes to pick them up, and it's like, you know... Oh wow! Where would you find another AC? Like, no, this is it. This is the beast. Like, this is the beast. Yeah, just had to change the engines and mention everything in the car. It's a bit hairy. Yeah. Yeah, basically, basically the frame. I think is the only thing still yeah. standing on that car. But he's still got that car, and that is how it really works in in the UK. Sometimes you have some people that. If you can keep the car running, you keep that car. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't see the point of owning a car in London. <laughs> yeah, no, there's no point. No point there. Ah, oh, references. Uh, <laughs> yes. All right, where would you like to go? 
Well, I think we should probably really just delve into the world that has been built and therefore the running jokes, I think. The, yeah, because each, each film has a runner. Yeah, and, or, or, know, a or a couple, thing. you yeah. know, that'll go back and forth or have different variations mm. or adaptations and to on it. On top of the general formula, mm-hmm. but which leads to the running jokes, where in each film there's actually a point where one of the characters explains what's going to happen in the film by oh, yes, either yes, yes. Uh, an idea, scenario, scenario or... And in the case of this film, just saying what happened last time on the pub crawl yeah, is yeah. exactly what happens on this time on <laughs> the pub crawl. Uh-huh. Only, obviously, slightly, yes, slightly yes, different yes. circumstances. Slightly higher uh, stakes. And the one that I was thinking about in Hot Fuzz, you don't necessarily think that's happening, but... Yeah, what was it in Hot Fuzz? When they're in the Fresh car me. and Nicholas Angel is talking to... Angle. <laughs> yes, Nicholas Angel <laughs> is... Talking to the Nick Frost character, whose name I'm blanking on right now. Oh, <laughs> uh, yes. uh-huh. um, And Nick Frost's character is saying, like, you know, why, why are you always being suspicious of everyone? And Nicholas Angel then goes on saying, well, look at that coat that he's wearing. He could be hiding a gun under there. Look at this. Mm-hmm. And all of these things then happen at mm-hmm. the giant battle at the end. Like, he is hiding a shotgun under yeah. there. And there are some I guess, things. yeah, to a lesser extent. I mean, it's really spelled out in Sean. Oh, yeah. It's, yeah, you know. Yeah, everything that, that they say. Yeah, 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 all that. But a Bloody Mary. Bloody course. Mary, yep. It's not <laughs> uh-huh. But, yeah, and, and then... And in, in this film? In this film, it is, he's... You get the starting narration by mm-hmm. Simon Pegg's character, and he's saying... You know, life was great when we were younger. Like he introduces all the characters. I thought oh, that opening way, narration is just hilarious. <laughs> and then he talks about when they did the pub crawl and when they lost Oliver, and then when mm-hmm. they also lost Peter, yeah. and how they all ended up at the end. And the pub that they lost Oliver in is spoilers. The pub that they lose the Oliver. Yeah, in. the real Oliver. Yes. And spoiler. <laughs> and <laughs> Peter Oliver. ends up. They leave him drunk on a bench, and this time he's taken in the park, uh-huh. like where he was left before, in between those pubs. So it's very specifically what he's saying is the fate, as it were, of the characters mm-hmm. at the end. On top of that. In this film, every single pub that they go into, and I did have to double check this, and I got the list here. Are they real pubs? Uh, they're all real pub names, so they all do exist. I mean, they... probably not the same locations or not the same. No, yes, yeah, so they change the signage yeah. for the locations mm-hmm. or whatever, but they are all actual pub names. And like the Winchester, but the Winchester is not in. Yes, you know, blah blah blah. Yeah, <laughs> and every every pub name is something to do with that point in the story. Oh yeah. And to go through it quickly, then you got the first post, which is the first pub. Yeah, yeah, pretty enough. self-explanatory <laughs> there. <laughs> the old familiar, and either it's a point on the fact that Sam arrives at the old familiar, the familiar. which is mm-hmm. where she turned up on the last pub crawl. Mm-hmm. But also, it's they go into this pub, and it's exactly the same as the, the first, first pub. pub. It's all been commercial, you know, owned by you know a conglomerate yeah. or a, you know that's just copied everything. <laughs> Yeah. Alright, then you got the famous cock, which is where Gary was barred <laughs> being a cock. Uh-huh. So you yeah. basically got that. He comes in flaunting his past and then mm-hmm. he pointed out your bard. Then we've got the cross hands, 
which the sign is five hands linking together and it is where they find out that there are the blanks robots they haven't mm-hmm. named it at that point and where they all band together at, for this one cause when they weren't doing that before mm-hmm. and now they're all together so that's kind of the that's thing for that yeah. one you've got then the good companion which it has a smiley face mask and then four sad face masks behind mm, it yes, yes, right. and that's when they just, they've gone for the fight and they've decided to carry on so they they all go in they order the drink they down the drink they leave like <laughs> they're all just getting along then you've got the trusty servant which is i've seen someone say you could technically say that oliver is the trusty servant because in that pub he's taken yeah. changed round and so that that guy the new blank him is the trusty servant or it's where they meet the old guy that dealt him drugs and he explains the situation. Mm-hmm. So you've got that one. Then you've got the two-headed dog. Can you remember what happened at the two-headed dog? Mm, refresh me for the um, listeners. The twins. Yes, <laughs> yeah, the, the twins. <laughs> yes. Twins, Basil. <laughs> <laughs> hey, let's stick to one uh, English yeah, yeah. trilogy at a time. <laughs> uh, well, as you must call that an English trilogy. Well, I, I must, I must. Yes. Uh, so you got the twin robots that meld into one that kind of mm-hmm. it's a bit, bit of an odd thing legs for arm but whatever <laughs> thing, it works then you've got the mermaid which in ancient lore the mermaid would use siren song they're also called siren to lure people to the rocks mm-hmm. and that's when they go in and it's a dance place and the robots are trying to get up their DNA so that they can mm-hmm. assimilate them nicely and then if they don't, they can take them over. Yeah, do it anyway, yeah, yeah. <laughs> then you've got the beehive, which is when the queen bee Guy Shepherd turns up mm-hmm. and he sort of explains everything and that's also where they finally figure out that Oliver isn't Oliver, Oliver yes, yes, anymore. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then you've got the king's head, which is where Gary King basically loses it. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, it. And also, they say in the... This is going back to... when In the narration at the beginning, he mentions that they smoked out the king's head, and they get there and it's a charred thing. Like It, it is burnt out, so that was yes. another jewel thing that they had going there. And then you got the hole in the wall, which doesn't make any sense until the point where Stephen drives a car into <laughs> the hole yeah, creating, yeah, creating a creating very a big hole, hole in, the, in wall. the wall yes and then the world's end no what's that one about <laughs> <laughs> well i i think yes. something to do with something the end that, of the world uh, yes, maybe yes, yes. i don't maybe. know well if we play ball it wouldn't be you know yeah. <laughs> yeah. assimilate right. into the network <laughs> yeah yes oh yeah well, why didn't they link up with Bill Nye? I mean, come on. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> if there's anyone you really want to join, I think Bill Nye is up on the list. He's, yeah, he's up there. <laughs> and I will say quickly that I forget which pub it is at. It's like the third or the fourth. Uh, I have it is now. But, uh, where everyone else did not have a pint, but they're leaving, and there are three half-drank pints yeah, on the that- table... I have done that, and do not judge me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that uh, he be, pours them all into one and doubts. That them, would yes. be the famous cock. The famous cock, Because okay. he couldn't drink it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah that's right, because they wouldn't serve him, yeah. I love that, even though it's still it's clearly... Count. yeah. Even though it's still clearly the blank behind the bar, mm-hmm. like as everyone does, he's still barring him. <laughs> <laughs> he still yeah. notices him, and off he goes. Well, you know, they have certain memories. Yeah, well, so yeah. Their <laughs> former whatever... You know, I'm, I'm sure there are uh, certain people who will uh, say, oh, they didn't finish the crawl. You know? 
because uh, that you know he didn't have the pine at the world. He end. didn't have the pine at the world's <laughs> end, you know. And that's knowing my roommate, that would be his grab. Oh, well, that's the whole point <laughs> of the movie. Well, no, not really. Yeah, yeah. but I don't know where I was going yeah. with that. But I would have a little small bit would have liked him to see you drink yeah. that pint at some point. But uh, I I figured that after they'd gone down and Gary King had finally just got alright I figured he'd have found one that worked and yeah, poured yeah. himself in the pine <laughs> it's great though just the the choreography with the fighting and him still trying to pour the tap that was my favorite moment <laughs> in the film just dropping a glass shit <laughs> grabbing another glass the, the, trying to pour the pint the massive fighting Ralph for yeah. blanks the massive fight in the beehive where he's just uh, drink after drink and he's getting there and he just keeps getting nudged from him nudged or close to his lips and knocked out uh, yeah. Yeah. but he uh. d- he does manage to consume enough to count <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah that yeah. was so it was just it reminded me of obviously Shot of the Dead with the Queen song you know yeah. and, the, and the pool cue <laughs> yeah and that, that, that was, is a, I think that's better but this was pretty darn that, good because the Queen song is so silly oh, over yeah. what is happening. And, and, then, and then you get the immortal line of, David, kill the Queen. <laughs> the jukebox. The jukebox. <laughs> what? Back to this film, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. Right. Um, I don't know. Where would you like to head next? Well, I would think that probably a good thing to do would be to sort of try and judge it based on the other I was well. just going to bring up the same thing. I'm yeah, yeah. glad we're on the same page there. <laughs> Obviously, they're different genres, as it were. Yes. I guess science fiction for the first and the third one, and mm. just sort of bad boys bad type boy, fascist yeah, extremism. As Ooh. we said, they all have kind of a formula that they follow. Yes, they all and have like I said, it works. <laughs> I'm fine <Yeah>. with it. <laughs> yeah, that's it. as long as he keeps making good films. Yeah, and they're new the jokes. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, it's well, not Home Alone two anyone, you know, yeah. where they I, followed the same formula, but it was a horrible formula. Yeah, it, it was the same jokes with a little added. But yeah. That's not what you want. You want the same formula but done differently. Exactly, right? which yeah. doesn't make sense saying it out loud like that. But if you watch these films, you get it. Yes, on a broader, yeah, on a broader scope, it's the same formula. But yeah. analyze scene by scene and what the film is, they are all different films. Yeah, yeah. And but I don't know. Would you like to go first, or shall I go first, ranking right. them? Or... All right, I'll go first. Okay, well, yes, I will defer to the Englishman. All right. Well, I will say that I think that this film, The World's End, is the best overall film, mainly because right? I know I, <laughs> I'm getting I'm getting the wave, <laughs> but I think it's because it's very clear that everything that they have done up till this point, they've learned from. And they come together to make this solid film. However, it is not the one I like the most. The one that I like the most is probably Hot Fuzz followed by Shaun of the Dead. Wow, that I am shocked by. And that is because I, I so love Shaun of the Dead, but I think that Hot Fuzz kind of hit the nail on the head with what they did with all those characters and a big ensemble thing. Crusty Douglas. Crusty Douglas. Great big bushy beard. <laughs> Come on. Jim Broadbent is awesome yes. in that film. Yes, he Absolutely. Is. He is my favorite character in that film that is not Simon Pegg or Nick Frost. Uh, uh, <laughs> he uh, might even be my favorite character in that uh, film. Well, my, it, he is fantastic, although my favorite line in that film comes from one of the Andes, where the other Andy is 
assumed to be hit because something a glass is smashed and he's got red on him and it's just a Andy and as he runs off it's alright Andy it's just bolognese (laughs) (laughs) ludicrous in the middle of a knife fight I mean come on speaking of real quick password (laughs) is you've got blue on you now where are we uh, let's see you were saying a ranking so Hot Fuzz first Hot Fuzz first Hot Fuzz Shaun of the Dead World's End yes in just terms of how much I enjoyed the film however coming from a film studies standpoint of someone that just loves cinema and bodies of work I do think that World's End Hot Fuzz Shaun of the Dead in order of just well rounded films and filmmaking which makes sense given the the order that they were yes. made, and like I, I loved it as a film. It's up there, but as the entertainment value for me, yeah, Hot Fuzz, Shaun of the Dead, World's End. That is not to say that this is not a great film. Okay. <laughs> but right. I mean, Shaun of the Dead now, and Hot Fuzz have those. So. Now I will explain the wave that right. I was giving to you. Get out of my fucking head, <laughs> because because I had this plan I was like I wanted to talk about this before but I also wanted to save it to see where it went yeah. I, in our pregame I wanted to talk yeah, about it we, but we, we do do that a lot by this, the way this uh, yeah and we you know this like I said I think is the best overall film yeah. I had those exact words in my head that <laughs> this is the best overall film structure wise acting the enjoyable yeah. qualities of it and I will say as much as I laughed in this film, I think Shaun of the Dead had more jokes, better jokes, and I enjoyed that more. I uh, too, yeah. And in Hot Fuzz, I also enjoyed, but it, it's like three children. I mean, you love them all. Yeah, for different reasons. <laughs> Assuming. Unless, you know, one of them is dumb. <laughs> then you drop yeah. them off somewhere. Yes. Uh, or if you're, if you're Chinese and they're a daughter. I don't know. <laughs> Uh-oh. Edit that part out. Uh, all no, right. No, <laughs> for our one... China listener. Oh, come on. Give them the firewall over there. You said they're ever going to listen to this. Uh, Yeah, so I would rank them The World's End, Shaun of the Dead, Hot Fuzz. In in very, like, we're talking runners at the, like, in a race that are one, two, three, and then fourth is way back there. (laughs) You know? So, milliseconds apart in the finish. These are three Usain Bolts chasing each other, followed by the rest of the pack. Usain Bolt at five different years, you know, later in his life. Yeah, yeah. so... Yeah, The World's End. Oh, no, uh, yeah, I would say Shaun of the Dead, The World's End, Hot Fuzz. Right. Um, <laughs> even though I do, it's weird to say that I think it's an overall better film, but I still enjoy Shaun of the Dead yeah. more. Well, that's the thing. There are fantastic films out there, like The Godfather. And I well, don't you don't always feel like watching The Godfather. You, not I everyone mean, has three and a half hours on a yeah. Sunday to watch. I mean, <laughs> I, I know that The Godfather is a fantastic film. I don't like that type of film, therefore I don't. You watch. don't like good films. I think you're in the wrong line yeah. of entertainment. Okay, here. I don't like films such as The Godfather's. What it's doing and the story it's telling—not my real thing. Mafia stuff. I'm not really that oh, interested it's a in. Great film. I, He's wrong. It's okay. That, that, <laughs> I've that, been wrong about things. <laughs> that, that is to say, I'm not saying it's a bad film because I, it's a fantastic film. Absolutely. Not for me. So, and all, then two is even better. <laughs> and we're not going to talk about three. <laughs> yeah, I, that's what I hear. I, I hear that three is the one that's well, locked up in the attic. Three, you know, he, you know, that was when the parents went too far and all the good DNA was taken. <laughs> no, it, it's a decent film if the two films before it hadn't been Godfather 1 and yeah. Godfather 2. <laughs> if it was just standalone, yeah. the film, it's not a bad movie. 
But they, the bar was set so high yeah. with one, and set even higher with two, and yeah. three just fell well below one, and it was silly. Well, to, to go even further off topic, I actually state that The Matrix 2 and 3 are good films in their own right, but the fact that The Matrix was that good and followed that... No, they are not. They're horrible. <laughs> They're horrible <laughs> they, because they, he's a god, and then he still has to go by the rules. No, no. I know. They, they establish he is a god at the end of that film, no, I'm, and he can see The Matrix, and you never see that crap again. No, you do not. I completely agree that they messed up that plot point very badly but as an overall film it actually is quite good but then everyone is saying it's not the matrix it's not this it's not what we wanted and then it got panned because of that it was it was another bar was set too high and then they messed well, up i just a think there was so much i don't know what happened there there was just so <laughs> much potential for where that story could go no yeah and yeah, I, I fully yeah. agree. I also think that if they hadn't ended the first one as they had, like with that whole thing of like, it's up to you now, which made it feel like it was closed, mm-hmm. even though they stated that they were always planning a sequel. Yeah. I think if they hadn't done that, maybe they'd if it done had, a slightly different Well, there's thing. so much emphasis on sequels now. Yeah. Like, no one wants to just make a standalone film. I know. And, and it would have been great. Like, you, I don't need to see that character again. No, like yeah, that was a great film. Like I, I don't film. need Wall Street Two, which no. they <laughs> fucking made anyway, despite my letters. <laughs> with, <laughs> but, with Mr. LeBeau, well, I believe. Yeah, yeah. Was in but you know, there's yeah, it's just the system as it is, and yeah. if it makes money, they're gonna pump out another one. But yeah. well, I don't even think I saw the third one because my eyes were rolled up so far <laughs> in my head for most of it now, um, yeah, that, that I missed most of it. So it might have been decent. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I just. I will yeah. say that the end fight scene was way over the top. Yeah. <laughs> Even for that film, it was over the top. <laughs> what the yeah. hell are we talking about? <laughs> but, Matrix? Well, yeah. but, well, to go on your thing of like, sequels being the thing, like I, I love that these are kind of seen as sequels. Quite yeah, but unquote, they're not the same characters. They're, they're not, not. Yeah, they're not even the same. Uh, I guess what London was. Shaun of the Dead, yeah. and this is uh, London yeah. is a night, but, and then well, Hot Fuzz is... was a village, you know, well, th- no, but he started was... in London. Yeah, this yeah. one starts in London, but yeah. again goes to, to their home to the town, home village. yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, and I would rather see things like this happen, mm-hmm. where there's a continuity of film, but it's mm-hmm. not the same characters. Well, that... It's like Holy Grail style, almost, so you got the yeah. same players, but different stories. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and it's... It's just wonderful. It's like a theater company. You know, it's yeah. just... Yeah. It's wonderful to see that this type of stuff can still be done and can still do well mm-hmm. in the cinemas. I mean, it actually, when it came out that week, it was the number one average across all theaters in the U.S. It very quickly got taken down from that. But the fact that this film could come out in this day and age with so many big budget films so it's the end of the summer season and so you're getting some of the bigger budgets coming out and it's still doing really well and pe- the people that went to see Hot Fuzz have gone to see this film I would know that we say spoilers at the beginning but I honestly think anyone that would listen to this episode has already seen this no, film knows the canon <laughs> I would hope yeah. yeah and I was looking out for some way that they would link Hot Fuzz to this film since in Hot Fuzz they have very briefly a shot of the Shaun of the Dead DVD mm-hmm. under its yes. alternative name mm-hmm. I was looking for 
some something in there, like maybe even a picture of Nicholas Angel yes. on one of the. Well, things. yeah, I mean, well, he did have the Cornetto rapper, which I well, yeah, yeah, so. yeah I loved. Uh, you know, yeah. the blue against the fence. Yeah, and, and of course, I, I know it was all planned and all scripted mm-hmm. and everything, yeah. but still, the fantastic timing of I don't think I can think of any processed food that I missed, and just a look of sadness <laughs> <laughs> as that rapper uh-huh. goes by. Uh-huh. <laughs> I thought they were genuinely not going to have it in there as well yeah. because it, it just isn't in the film it's not even like you know written on the board in one of the things as a dessert you can buy or something mm-hmm. like so i thought wow, explain to the some of the american folks i guess that maybe aren't right, huge yes. ice cream fans in england <laughs> of english foods what a cornetto is okay a cornetto if we're gonna go just basic structure you got your red and your blue right yes well there is red blue and green and green blue is vanilla red is strawberry and green is mint and it's a prepackaged cone yes it's basically you take a cone which has some chocolate on Mm. the inside of it Mm. then you pack it with vanilla ice cream and in in the case in the case of the mint one i think there's some mint stuff thrown in with it and possibly the strawberry one is a little bit but it was never that strong and then on the top you've got chocolate shavings you've got some nuts put on there and a drizzle of on the red so, and the so green the, one uh, the, the American equivalent if you're familiar with the Schwann man delivery whatever is the uh, drumstick the drumstick okay. uh, which also I think Dairy Queen used to have something similar to it a long time ago <laughs> I believe but uh, yes the yeah. drumstick which was a cone that had hardened chocolate on the top and vanilla ice cream and, right. then, it, and then it was just like chopped peanuts on top Okay, so, so... And then it was like chocolate drizzle or something. So kind of the same. Yeah, thing. yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, I, yeah. I get that. So it's, you know... Yeah, I mean, if you... Have, I just see, you know, people saying, we're saying Cornetto, there's, you know... Yeah, I was saying, like, if you've seen Children of Dead and Hot Fuzz, you've seen them eating them. Yes, so, exactly. So yes. you know roughly what they look like. They're, that, that is the they're delicious. <laughs> As are these films. Yes, they are very good. <laughs> so it's a well-named trilogy. <laughs> oh. I always love that it sort of got named that by the fans... Yes. Like, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, I, that's I'm not sh- something they set out. Like, we're, we're going to yeah, make they, three they didn't movies very that specifically reference say Cornetto. <laughs> yeah. And I also found out that this film was written by Edgar Wright when he was 21. Oh, before yeah. he'd even done Shaun of the Dead or anything. Really? Before he'd even done Spaced. Like, he wrote this, but it was as kids going on the pub crawl. And then yeah. later on in life, he figured out that I can make it about adults going back. Hmm. You know, I can... I can just have this be a story of what I would do, go back home and try and recreate this stuff. And they went from there. And the interview that I actually read was fantastic because they point out that most people thought that they were going to do the alien invasion because Green Cornetto, alien invasion, they were going to start with a genre and write the story. Mm. And they point out this was not the case at all. They always write the story and then they figure out, well, given where this is going, Mm. this is clearly a science fiction or this is... Yeah. yeah, the action film that Hot Fuzz turned out to be. So you mean you ain't seen Bad Boys Two? Yeah. <laughs> Bad Boys Two was on TV the other day. I'm sorry, that's, just uh, what, okay. <laughs> that's what was fresh in my mind. Like, and I, and I looked at everybody and uh, he's like, I've never seen this. Uh, you ain't seen Bad yeah. Boys. <laughs> hey, of course. Yeah. Well, Right, right over. Him. <laughs> uh, I, I, I love that it is one of those things, especially with films and television, that you're talking to someone and you mention something, and if their response is, "Oh, I haven't seen that," the response to that is always, "Bar none, 
you haven't seen this? <laughs> How is it possible yeah. someone else exists <laughs> that hasn't seen what I like? Yeah, it, it's even like even if it's you something along the lines of idiot, like you're talking to say your friend about, let's say the Breaking Bad. The final part of the final season of Breaking Bad, which I really need to watch. I'm, I'm, I'm not caught up on. Sh- I, all right, yeah. I, I'm caught up to the halfway. I'm going to buy this. Ooh, I might buy the season pass when I go home and watch the first one of this season or second uh, half of. I was saying, yeah, all right, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was going to say it is on Netflix this year. <laughs> well, <laughs> up to season five. Season the last season is not on there. Yes, it is. The first half of it is. Is it really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Maybe they just put it up because I checked the other day and it wasn't. No, it's been up there. Oh, I got Netflix pulled up right now, Paul. We'll see about that. I, I'll tell you, I started watching it two weeks ago. Oh, mm-hmm. <laughs> where's Breaking Bad? You, I, you can buy me some time here. Right. <laughs> well, right. anyway, so I've completely forgotten the point that I was going to uh, say. I don't know. Is there a point? Uh, oh, yeah. Um, so, you know, it'll be, you're talking to someone else very specifically. Season five. Yeah, we'll do that. And then I didn't. But they're in season six, are they not? No, it's the last it's half of season, season five. That's <laughs> not right. This yeah. is not the same. No. Yes, it is. Well, all right. Well, I'm going to skip to the end. I'll say, we're going to skip to the end again <laughs> and see if this is, in fact, the case. Uh, anyway, while Brian is skipping through Breaking Bad, basically what I was trying to say is that no matter how new the thing is and how little the audience might actually be, you are always then shocked that someone else hasn't seen it. Like, you know, someone that doesn't have a television that says, I haven't seen it, you'll still be shocked. It's like, why haven't you gone down to your next door neighbor's house and watched this on television? Like, uh, I... My apologies to Paul. Uh, I'm watching <laughs> Hank about to go sit on the crapper yeah. and uh, discover the book. So, uh, <laughs> spoiler alert for Breaking Bad, people. <laughs> if you haven't seen that, yeah. although to be fair, but, but that I didn't one say what was sentence, in the book. No, yes, yes, yes. That one sentence could be anything. Yes. So. Uh, yeah, I, yeah. I, I feel like I should apologize for the last two or three minutes. Of this. <laughs> <laughs> this went really somewhere I didn't think it would. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> All right. Are we? Are, are we? Uh, Gonna wrap it up on the world's end here, and maybe get to some recommendations. Um, or do you have any last thoughts, well, comments? Uh, well, obviously, we haven't talked about the the two people that are again staples that turn oh. up. Yes, yes, yes. Um, we have, of course, the let, well to start. We're going chronologically in the film. We have the landlady of the place that they go to that they're going to be mm-hmm. staying in, which of course is Marsha from Space. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And yeah, she was she was actually a landlady in a pub in Hot Fuzz as well. Don't think she was in Shaun of the Dead, but she might have been. I don't know. I wouldn't look in. And so it's again a thing that Edgar Wright loves to do, which is people that he has worked with, even if it's just a bit part, he will try and get them into his other yeah. thing. And then you've got the wonderful Mark Heap as the landlord in, I believe, it is the trusty servant. Think. No, wrong about that. I can't remember how far down it is. It might be the either the cross hands or the beehive or the two-headed dog. It's basically one of those ones. It's after number three, but it's before number nine. So okay, <laughs> there's a number in there, and you know, he is someone who initially it appears that he isn't a blank, as it were. Like mm-hmm. he's he knows the guys he's going on, but then. I, I do think he is a blank, especially given how he starts to act when everyone starts moving out. He's on the phone to yes. thing. So I think it was a brilliant thing what they did. The blanks are clearly all connected, at almost a hive mind, as it were. I mean, obviously they're connected to Bill Nye, but... Like, as we all seem, should be. <laughs> it, it seems that the more that 
some of them learn all of them are able to take that and then move on with it which leads to the fantastic fight scenes and they're all so different because of all the different situations and how much they both learnt like you when they first fight the guys in the toilets and they just managed to beat them and then yes and (laughs) good thing that one kid was a robot because he would have died getting his head cracked on that urinal yes (laughs) he would have murdered someone I I was almost expecting murder (laughs) murder 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 Murder. change the fucking record (laughs) Uh, yes. You can tell we like our fuzz. We keep oh, right, 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 right. But um, yes, I was yes. almost expecting one person to be human. Like in the fighting, <laughs> there to be one kid that they punch Just and like nothing bleed. happens. Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, sorry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then, of course, you had the only two live people left other than the weed seller guy. Mm-hmm. And they're just the weedy guys who are like, hi, yes, I'm here, I'm good. <laughs> yeah. and, and one of them is actually in space as well. And he is the guy who is on the team that built the other robot. Mm. He's one of those guys. Like, end Wait, up who is in, he in space? He, uh, as I said, oh. He, oh, built it? Okay, well, robots. Can yeah, he, oh, gotcha. he's the smaller, the, the, the guy that talks more oh, in, okay. in that episode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he, he's actually more famous in the UK for being part of something called the League of Extraordinary... Uh, so, the League of Gentlemen. Yeah. Not so extraordinary gentlemen. <laughs> yeah, League of Gentlemen, which is one of the most random television shows I've ever watched. All right, then. And it might not necessarily be in a good way. <laughs> but... I mean, we've obviously told everyone where our where our films lie in our personal scale, but we haven't gone into the rating for it. Oh, okay. Uh, so, would you like to give your rating? Oh, yes, I will go first because I know you won't be influenced by mine. I <laughs> I don't know. Subconsciously, might be influenced yeah. by yours, but you know what? I thought about it. Thought about you know, I would have rated it much higher right after seeing the film, which is like right. why I like to wait. I think I would come in at a. Solid minus one. But, you know, there's yeah, not, not a whole lot wrong with it. There's <laughs> no, yeah. a lot right with it. I mean, and just maybe for comparative sakes, you know, I'd probably put Sean at like minus 0.5. Right. And, you know, Hot Fuzz, you know, at like 1.5. Something right. like okay. that, you know, somewhere in there. Yeah. I wasn't let down. Like, I was yeah. afraid, you know, I was like, part of me thought, well, just because I'm a skeptical and sometimes pessimistic person like oh they, they're gonna drop the ball on this one yeah but no they wouldn't put anything out there that they weren't happy with and you know no yeah i feel you know completely confident trusting them <laughs> to do anything so you know that team knows what they're doing and they don't disappoint no yeah I, edgar wright i have not seen anything by edgar wright that i have not no i mean scott pilgrim was awesome fantastic yeah it just yeah i mean it was it just proved that he can succeed and Outside that world, you know? Yeah. I mean, obviously, anything sort of geeky-esque mm-hmm. and that sort of sub-world, he knows and is able to do that well. And he does his mm-hmm. research. Yeah. And, it, you know, obviously, a lot of these films in the Cornetto trilogy were influenced by very specific types of films. And mm-hmm. that shows, and they make nods to that. Yeah. And then... Scott Pilgrim vs. the World, obviously it was following on that stuff, but he took that and some of the characters like he drew a little bit from some anime and like, went a little bit further with it than some yep. of the books did. So he's able to take those worlds and the stuff he knows 
run with it and just make it better. I think he's yeah. a, he's so, able to do such a good job with that. So your rating then would be my rating. I have been thinking about this a lot, and I'm going to do my now standard thing of I've got the two. Uh, <laughs> stick to one. Come on, don't hedge. <laughs> Yeah, I'm joking. It's one thing. They're, mm. they're the same, one and the same. And okay. you actually stole my rating from me. It was, oh, a, it was a minus one. Okay. And I, I couldn't find pretty much anything wrong with the film no. at all. And it's solid acting from everyone. And the mm. only reason that I didn't put it higher is that, as I said, as an experience, the other film definitely seem to draw me in more mm-hmm. and maybe a slight personal I mean thing. it does take a, I think a little bit longer to get to the meat of the film yes that, that being you know like the zombies appearing in Sean or yeah. or things starting to go odd in Hot Fuzz uh, I th- there's a little more build up I think yeah. before they realize this just isn't going to be a normal pub crawl yeah. well there's I mean, obviously you get the hints and stuff, but yeah, when they first start to clock on to exactly what it is, it is maybe halfway through. The yeah, film. it's like a half hour. Well, at least <laughs> half hour, forty minutes before they that bathroom scene, I would think. Yeah, it's. it's and, uh, and I think I want to say Shaun of the Dead. It's like twenty minutes or so, or yeah, twenty sure. twenty five minutes maybe before you get to the zombie. Oh yeah, I mean, yeah. obviously you see, you start to see the zombie on the second day. Oh yeah, yeah. So, kind of, well, as he goes in, slips. <laughs> <laughs> one, of my, one of my favorite physical jokes of that whole film just slips on the blood. Oh, yeah. just, just, <laughs> yes. So minus one for you, eh? Yes, definitely. I mean, uh, and like as as we say, you you can't not go and see this film if you're a fan of Edgar Wright mm-hmm. or. Even if you're just a fan of Simon Pegg and Nick Frost, like, they are well, or Yeah, or just, yeah. I mean, English humor or, or just good humor. Just let's not put it there. Cause, yeah. I mean, it's there's you got all those fast-paced, quick jokes, quick back and forths and, you know, wordplay yeah. and turning turning the phrases. And it, it's, yeah. yeah. And, and the one there's thing- a lot of thinkers in... The phrase, I, I don't know if this, you might have to explain this to me, if this is a common English phrase I've okay. never heard before, right. but I cracked up when I realized what white on was. <laughs> or what white on, because that has not been heard over here, to my knowledge. Uh, that That is something I have not heard much. It's, okay. It's, it's, not, necess- it's not as common. <laughs> as, as the male counterpart phrase. <laughs> yeah. But, no, yes, I... I uh, have yeah. heard that before. Okay. <laughs> yes, I had not. That was my first experience. I was like, oh, God. <laughs> and it was like a three-second delay, like a satellite. Like, oh! <laughs> yeah, uh. It's always good when you get that. <laughs> Very I, good, sir. Yeah, Very good. I, I did worry slightly that like, I know that Shaun of Dead and Hot Fuzz are both kind of naturalizers in like they're both very english but the pub crawl in a little town mm-hmm. and the close knitness of this little town and the growing up that i thought that that setting or very specifically the setting you see in the film would possibly a little too out there for some people over here well i think anyone that's grown up in a small town no matter where you're from i think because well, i grew up in a small town and we did uh, bar crawls on the lake. Well, yeah, you know, I, mean, and, I mean that, that's the thing. I mean, there are small towns out here, but there are far less than there yeah. are in the UK. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, I would say that there are probably more small towns in the UK than there are in the US. Well, so I mean, much, yeah, every, countryside, everywhere so is a city, and everywhere, mm-hmm. like 
technically, my wife lived in Marion, which is considered a small town. It's a city of several thousand people. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, yeah. See, my small town was 10,000 people. Now, that's the thing. In the UK, if you're in a small town... Like, and like I mean, 600. I mean, a proper small town. You've got well, you've got maybe three hundred houses maximum. Okay. <laughs> Once you get past that, you're into the the real sort of bigger towns, and then the cities. Like over here, a small town can be, as you say, ten thousand people. That <laughs> was a pretty small town. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it, no it, one's heard of it uh, outside of you know fifty well, miles. But that's the thing. Like in in the film, when they show when they're driving down and they stop and they look over and you see the town. Like, that is the town. <laughs> that is it's all like of the, the town. It's like the Old West Street. <laughs> like, <laughs> the yeah. one street with the bar, the, the saloon, the, you know, the, yeah, the you, blacksmith, the, the, yeah, the little delivery. town, and then somehow <laughs> and the doctor's aside. Yeah. Yeah. And so, like, I was thinking maybe that might take away a little bit from some no, people. No, I don't think but, so, yeah. Yeah, when I went in and I saw it and I saw what they were doing... I really thought, okay, no, that's not going to matter. Yes. Because I, I did think it was hinging more on the pub crawl, but they worked it around that mm. it starts off with the pub crawl mm. and it very quickly turns into what these characters are doing rather mm. than the pub crawl is incidental. Yes. Now <laughs> Which, it's, it's, yeah. a t- it's a tough call for me to... Uh, you know what? I'm probably going to buy the Blu-ray right when it comes out because I'm sure they'll release that first, and then I'll have to buy the three-pack when that comes out. I'm yeah. sure they'll delay that like a couple months <laughs> so that I have to buy it again because I can't wait. Yeah. People like me, they're like, oh, I can't be smart and wait for them all to come out on Blu-ray and once because I don't have any of them on Blu-ray right now. Right. But, yes, I'm slowly transferring everything. <laughs> Do you have a Netflix recommendation before we uh, let the good folks go? Well, I was just going to quickly double-check what I've been watching because I've not had that much time recently. Yeah. I can't even remember if I mentioned last time did i talk about done the impossible on the last yes one? you did okay and it's in my queue and i have not seen it yet but it's right. in there in that case i don't have anything new that i would right. strictly recommend then with me i've these aren't i just want to toss both of these out there just because whatever uh, i've been watching a show called continuum eh, not bad hmm. oddly enough about time travel <laughs> yes. and i'm enjoying it that's what i was wondering because <laughs> i knew it had time travel in it. it's not the greatest writing but rachel nichols is absolutely gorgeous and that's keeping me watching <laughs> being honest folks but it is there are some really cool moments and really uh, interesting aspects to it they really deal with losing your family kind of right. trying to get back kind of a quantum leap type feel like trying to get back yeah. home but you yeah. know it's kind of like the crime what am i looking for that you know that <laughs> CSI, Bones, whatever, you know, kind of, you know, procedural was the word I was looking for. Right. But with a bigger story at stake. Yeah. But, you know, I've been watching that, and uh, it's not bad. And there's this little show, Arrested Development, who, I don't know, I I (laughs) guess that I just started watching the first season of that, because everyone said, you'll love it, you'll love it. So I didn't watch it out of spite. Yeah. And it's pretty awesome. I like it. (laughs) So I'm like four episodes in. But what I really want to recommend, and I've recommended his first film, which was Sleepwalk With Me by Mike Birbiglia. Right. He had, which started off as a one man show, which he yeah. workshopped around the country, yeah, and did like an hour of stand up or hour and a half, you know, telling the story of meeting his college sweetheart and then almost getting married, but not yeah. really fully being loved. Have you ever seen the film? I but, did. Yes, yeah, I so watched it after you mentioned. But this one is just the sta- uh, It's not a. Uh, fictionalized film version of that this is just the stand-up it's uh, mike birbiglia my girlfriend's boyfriend and it's kind of 
the sequel, if you right. will, of what happens after that. And it's okay. It's heartbreaking. It's romantic. It's hilarious. Uh, it's I mean, he goes back and forth in the past, and you just see him as a great storyteller, right? With the jokes, with the heartache, with his failed attempts at love, his failed attempts at you know making connections with people, and these absurd circumstances that take place in his life, yeah. and hopefully finding some happiness in there. And it's a great, great special. It's only an hour and 15 minutes. It's uh, on Netflix now. I strongly recommend it. And I've already seen it twice. Right. Uh, So, I mean, you really see what a great storyteller he is. He weaves it so well. He will be telling the main story, go back, and tie it all together. Yeah. Keep keep the main story going forward and then back up. And it's great, great, great special. So... Mike, particularly my girlfriend's boyfriend. Watch it. Alright, I'll have to look out for that. Yeah. And I want to ask you, because I have not, and I know that you have watched it, Iron Sky. I want to get your feelings on this I, film. You know what? I have not finished it. I have yeah. t- about 20 minutes left. That's fine. Uh, <laughs> you don't need to. Well, I will share with the folks what I sent to you in a text message. It, roughly, I don't remember it verbatim, but I said I can't decide whether this is the worst piece of shit I've ever seen or the most amazing thing yeah. I've ever seen. <laughs> and I think the answer is a little of both. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, part of me was like, are they in on the joke? Are they not in on the joke? Do they think they're making a great film? Do they know this is shit? I, I think they definitely went into it going like, okay, this is about Nazis on the moon. How can we make this real? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah. We're just going to run with this. No, but uh, I, I thought it would be straight up all subtitles, but I was happy to know there's a good amount of English in there. Oh, no, yeah. And, uh, o- only the German spoken yeah. by a German to another German mm-hmm. there. So. But it is <laughs> so inappropriate. Oh, yeah. You have white face in this movie. A yes. guy goes white face. Uh, <laughs> I, I have to say, the one thing about that that I didn't fully understand and up until and he still, it looked horrible, he just looked pasty. Yeah, that, that was the thing. I and everyone I didn't realize him as a white man. Yeah, I didn't realize that they were supposed to be this guy's white now. Yeah, because you only see him on the moon in dim lighting and then in a car with no lighting. And oh, then he, he, steps he just out. looks like oh. a 70 year old black man, not yeah. not a 35 year old black man. It's like yeah. apparently I've, my skin has faded slightly. <laughs> yes, but yeah, I mean, you, so you've got white face by a guy who's turned Aryan by the uh-huh. Nazi. You've got a woman president who is just whoa, whoa, whoa. Mm-hmm. I need to be reelected. She's like Sarah Palin on steroids. Yeah, from, yeah, pretty much. And yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, that's... Uh, yeah. I, I'm not going to go any further than that. If you need something that's just camp to the max and you just want to eat some popcorn or drink a couple beers, yeah. I'd strongly recommend yeah, the, watching the, that. I mean, I, I will say I think you haven't got to the best point in the film. All yet. right, I will finish it <laughs> off here. Yeah. Uh, I, I expect a text from you once you finish it just going, what the hell was that? All right, well, that's enough said. <laughs> Uh, I think it's time for us to uh, let the good people go. Oh, I think we're going to have to. I suppose, if they haven't gone already. (laughs) (laughs) One or two of you out there remaining for any nuggets. Uh, But uh, alas, they are not coming. All right, (laughs) right, well, I hope you listened out for the password. And just because I said password doesn't mean it's one word there. You really do have to have listened out there. Word and or phrase, yes. Password and or phrase. Or phrase. Password or phrase, I guess. Yes, yes. yes. It's not both. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Enough of us. I've been Brian. And I've been Paul. We'll see you next time. Bye.